All right, welcome to another edition here of Beyond Eight Figures. Super excited to have you guys here. Super excited to be hanging out with the lovely Mary Goulet. Hello, Mary Goulet. Hello. How What's up, you? Richie Otay? What's going on, Steve? How How's it going? How are you, my brother? All good, all good. White Wade's had it under control in the studio. Kelly's got it under control back at headquarters. And here on Beyond Eight Figures, we do sit down with amazing entrepreneurs who have either exited for more than $10 million or currently run businesses that gross more than $10 million annually and get to the bottom of exactly how they started and scaled and then, in some cases, exited from that business. And man, I got to tell you, I, uh, I've been super stoked about the, the lineup of folks that we've had uh, on recently. Uh, certainly even, I mean, even out of the gate, we've had the most amazing people join us here on Beyond Eight Figures. Uh, so make sure you go back and check all of the archives if you've missed any of the past episodes. Uh, Reed Tracy, Onyx Singal, uh, Nami Jane, I mean, on and on and on. Just uh, millionaires, billionaires, the whole nine have come on the show, and uh, and we've got a thousand air with us on the show right uh, right here right now. As uh, have you have you pocketed more than a thousand bucks yet, uh, Dave, from that ClickFunnels thing you're working on? We're working on it. We're almost there. We're still in the hundreds. We'll still in the hundreds. There. All right. So uh, <laughs> so we made an exception here. No, of course we're kidding. Um, Dave Woodward, you know it, it's funny. So I talk about um, I talk about of course Russell Brunson, and many 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 folks are familiar with Russell Brunson. If you're if you're a coach or a consultant or an author or a speaker or an online marketer or a podcaster. I mean, if if you've done anything in the online world and you're in this realm, you've come across ClickFunnels at some point of your career. I actually have uh, have been fortunate enough to know uh, have known Russell Brunson and Dave Woodward for many years now. As a matter of fact, uh, Russell spoke. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with the fact that I do live events, welcome to my world. I do live events. Uh, our current live event is the New Media Summit. Why we can't get you guys there as a freaking sponsor is beyond me. Like, I don't even know how that's working, but that's a whole other discussion, which we'll get to. Uh, but in addition to the New Media Summit, back in the day, I did other events. One of them was called Internet Profits Live, P-R-O-P-H-E-T-S, which was based on the book that I put out of that same name, Internet Profits. Uh, and so we did a few events called Internet Profits Live, um, 12, 2012, 2013, and 2015. And in 2015, I know there's a lot of great lineups out there, and uh, you know you go to these events, and they got a lot of great uh, speakers and so on. I, I think that the the I know that the lineup that we had at the Internet Pro- Internet Profits Live event in 2015 uh, could easily rival any lineup that has ever been assembled in in this world. I mean, we had Lewis Howes, we had uh, just I'm going to draw huge Brandon blanks Bouchard. here. Brandon, well, <laughs> Brendan spoke on that stage, and uh, Vishen Lakani spoke on that stage, and many many others. Uh, but Russell uh, Brunson spoke on the Internet Profits Live stage uh, in 2015. And so you guys just celebrated roughly your fifth anniversary, correct, with ClickFunnels? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so, so Dave, and again, Russell's kind of the well-known front man because he does all the Facebook Lives and leads the events and whatnot. Uh, but I, I like to call Dave the true muscle behind <laughs> ClickFunnels because uh, just just pure genius. And there's actually three of you guys. So Dave, one, and, and let me just also then finish that story, close that loop, because the Lord knows I won't come back to it. Uh, when Russell spoke on our stage at Internet Profits Live in 2015, you guys were still kind of in the embryonic stages of really getting launched there. And I don't know this for a fact, but I, I want to say that you were around a thousand users, maybe under five thousand, but it was certainly in the low four figures of users in 2015 when Russell spoke on the Internet Profits Live stage and shared 
everything that he was doing there. And so it was just really an honor and a privilege to, to watch you guys evolve over the last number of years. And of course, there's so many growing pains in that first year. And, and you started to really hit your stride, I think, when Russell took the stage or you'd worked out a lot of the bugs, worked out a lot of the kinks. Do you remember what it was like in 2015? And, and just so you guys know, so there's, so there's three, why don't you talk about the, the origins of ClickFunnels uh, and the and three main partners of which you are one, uh, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Sure. So we started off uh, September 23rd of 2014. And uh, Russell Brunson and Todd Dickerson are the two co-founders. So Russell is the marketing genius behind it. Uh, Todd was the tech whiz to, to really pull it all together. And so the two of them are the ones who really kind of got things started. We actually have four partners, uh, myself, Brent Co-Peters, John Parks, and Ryan Montgomery. Uh, so the six of us, uh, Ryan works as our COO. Uh, John does a lot of our traffic and Brent handles all of our coaching. Gotcha. And so you came on... At, at what point? Just want to make sure that's clear. Basically, the very beginning. Right. Uh, okay. A couple of months after. Yeah. So if you guys launched then officially in September, uh, if I remember correctly, Internet Profits Live, I think was in uh, maybe February or April of that year. So it was only a handful of months. You may, you may not even have been at yeah. 2,500 users Actually, at that point. We, by that time, you're prob we were probably right about there. We ended 2015 with 10,000 users. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So awesome. we were... Uh, in fact, I remember it was at TNC that year where we were really, really trying to get things up and moving. Uh, fortunately, we'd had a lot of partners uh, from webinars and things that kind of got us going. But uh, yeah, that's about where we were, probably 25, 3,000 users. So. Yeah. And so just so folks are clear, then what what is your role with ClickFunnels and what does ClickFunnels do for those who are unfamiliar? So I'm our chief revenue officer. I do everything associated with any of our business relationships, top line revenue, integration partners, uh, anything that brings money in the door. So I'm the rainmaker. Gotcha, and, and for those who are unfamiliar with what ClickFunnels does, what, what does it actually do? So ClickFunnels is a software as a solution product where it allows people the opportunity, anybody who's trying to either generate leads or sell something online, Click, ClickFunnels is for them. So you have the opportunity of building out entire sales funnels. Uh, some people use it just for landing pages, but really it was built for entire sales funnels to capture leads and capture revenue. Mm-hmm. And so just to, to kind of put a bow on it, then give us a sense of where you're at now. So how do you guys meet the criteria for being on beyond eight figures? Have you already exited out of ClickFunnels for more than 10 million or are you doing more than 10 million annually in revenue? And I know those are public numbers. So just share exactly where you guys are. at. Sure. So this morning we crossed through 97,000 customers. Mm. So we've gone that uh, we're happy to say 97,000. Our goal for this year is 100,000. We did 103 million last year, and we're on track for this year to do 150 million. Insane. So, in you know, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna donate here. Just cut in at any point here, because you know I want to. <laughs> you know I'm gonna go to town on Dave here. But so let, let me just ask you this: in terms of uh, there there are margins, and then there are margins. And your your business, I mean, let's be honest here: is is a uh, the, the margins in 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 that world are pretty much insane, are they not? We enjoy them. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> so, all right. So let's be clear then. So if we do 100 million this year, 100 million in revenue, or are we slated to do 130 million in revenue this year? What, what's 2019 going to end up looking like? Yeah. So we should be, uh, I can tell you so far as of September, we're just over 104 million yeah. and we're doing about 10 million. So we should be somewhere between 135 and 145. Yeah, and that let's break it down then. So if we're operating at about, let's just call it a forty percent net, something like that. Are you kicking off forty a, a year in cash in twenty nineteen? 
Uh, we're going to be a little less than. We've invested pretty heavily in our tech and support, uh, but we'll be in the 30s for sure. And how is that then? Is that reinvested? Do you pay that out as dividends? Is there because you guys you haven't taken it's a really interesting business from the standpoint of to the best of my knowledge you have got you've not taken in a single dollar of outside capital. Is that still correct? See, that's correct. We haven't taken on a a penny of outside capital. It's kind of fun. I talked to countless uh, venture. BC guys, PE guys, G, whatever acronym you want, who's ever throwing money these days. Uh, it's interesting. There's so much money out there. Uh, but right now, we haven't taken on any capital, uh, don't have any debt, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. pretty aggressive to, to try to make sure we keep those numbers that way. And are you guys, are you equal partners, the six of you? Is Russell hold the lion's share still, or how is that broken down between the six yeah. of you? So Russell and Todd hold the lion's share, and the other part is pretty equal. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you in the double digits, though? I mean, at over 10% at this point? We're there. You're the, okay. Yeah. Good. Good, man. Please, I have a quick Richard. question yep. on the um, taking investment. I know Russell, yeah. part, of, part of the whole marketing strategy in the beginning is kind of a <laughs> us versus them, right? Like we're not going to do that. We're not taking the money, but I, I'm interested because when you're as big as you are, I'm sure the numbers that are trying to get thrown at you growing as fast as you are are pretty big. What's the number one reason you're not taking money? Is it because you don't like the way they're telling you you have to spend it or what exactly, why don't you want to take uh -huh. that money? Good question, Richie. I can tell you for us right now, really the main, it's all about a story. We're very big in storytelling. And until there's a billion plus dollar exit, there wouldn't be any reason to take on capital. Uh, we don't need the extra money. We don't, it, the, our biggest concern is at first we, we were just afraid to give up control. Uh, we do a lot of crazy stuff sometimes stupid things just to test and to try and to make things work. And sometimes they work super, super well, and other times they don't. And we've just never wanted to have to go talk to a partner or, or an investor and say, you know what, we'd like to invest money to try this and see if it works. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, too, because you're not, yes, you do software as a, I like how you said solution, solution instead like of service, that. too. That was cool. Um, but you also do coaching and other things. How much, we do. How much of the, that is... In you talking about revenue. the revenue breakdown? Yeah. Man, that's a great question. Um, prior to September 23rd, so prior to that, um, we were about, so I can tell you for last year, uh, in, we were from an annual revenue standpoint right around 72, 73 million for last year. 20, ARR. 2018. 2018. And wow, so at 103, so, so we had. So Jesus, so 70 to 130 year over year? No, so 70, so that, again, that was AR. So we ended the year at 103. So there was an extra 30 million to answer your question in coaching and other ancillary ah, revenue. Gotcha. Wow. That's great. So about 30% comes from coaching and ancillary revenue. 70. It did. It did. What are you looking at now? It did. Uh, we literally are changing our entire model um, to actually start rolling that in into a, into more of a SaaS type of platform. So we rolled out what we refer to as funnel flicks uh, just this last week. And the idea behind it is we actually are providing a lot of the coaching and content now as a part of the actual software. So now a person signs up, we have two different price points, $97 and a 297 a month. And at $97 a month, they get some of the basic coaching programs, but at 297, uh, they get uh, a lot of the coaching we, we've charged $10,000 for in the past is now included at that monthly level. Uh, we have one coaching program that's still out there. It's our two comma club X coaching program. People pay $2,500 or 25 grand a year for that, 2,500 a month. Um, 
that's the only coaching program we have that is still outside of our of our SaaS revenue model. And our whole, eventually at some point, we would like to eventually look at possibly maybe tying that in, not in the near future, but uh, it might be something where we look at that. Um, our whole focus really is the thing we've realized for us, whenever you're a software company like we are, the biggest number you always deal with is churn. And so we're always trying to find ways that we can decrease churn. The greatest way for us to decrease churn actually is by providing, is by making sure that our customers have the greatest amount of success as fast as possible. And that success has really come through coaching. And in the past we had them pay for it outside. We now are basically giving it away inside of our current platform as an effort to, to increase the retention and increase the lifetime value as well as the, the ARPU or the average revenue per user. Mm -hmm. That's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds because one, I saw the announcement. It was super cool. I love the way you guys did that whole thing. But so you, I don't remember the exact, but it, it was a substantial increase, but they got a lot, right? Oh so yeah. They're getting a lot of new stuff, but it, but as far as the SAS monthly revenue to you guys, nice job, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, but but where I was going with that is it's going to be interesting to see, have you seen any analytics of now that they have access to that? Do they take advantage? Because sometimes I wonder if they don't pay enough, do they pay attention? Great question. Richie. I can tell you for our, from what, again, we are literally what, 10 days into this thing since we've done it. Um, so one of the things they get at the $97 level is they have access to a, we licensed a lot of content from Tony Robbins. And so, they have access to a lot of Tony Robbins' personal development things. And for people who are just getting started, the biggest obstacle they have is the headspace where they, they just don't believe. And so we're providing a ton of that information there. In addition to that, we've licensed traffic courses. We've licensed um, uh, things from Agora. We've licensed them um, from uh, Garrett White uh, has done some other things for us. We're looking at really going back to some of the, the main people, uh, Dan Kennedy and Jay Abraham and, and people where we learn a lot of our own direct response marketing skills from. And then our whole focus will be then to drive people into that content to where now a lot of our front ends actually will be, you can go ahead and get this course for free by signing up for ClickFunnels. And then our whole focus is inside of the app is to in, continue to encourage people to consume the content. Cause you're right, if they don't pay for it, very often people don't use it. And so our focus is to really make sure that we're highlighting those things that we're driving people to that uh, one of the things that they receive now at our 297 level is what we refer to as a virtual hackathon, where they literally have the opportunity of going in and working with a coach, where before that's always been saved for our $2,500 a month clients. They now get that at $300 a month. Mm. Let's, um, if we can, Dave, let, let, let's go back to the embryonic stages here, because yeah. what I, what I want to try to help people get their arms around is how you go from zero to 130 million, right? I mean, obviously we can just follow and go, okay, you just had a few more users, a few more users, a few, okay, <laughs> easy enough, we end up at 130 million, we get that. But reality is when, when you first came out of the gate, so if I remember the story uh, correctly, Russell had been kicking around a number of different things, had had some hits, had, had some misses, I mean, like, you know, any entrepreneur, yeah. And was it someone else who brought him this? Was it Todd who brought him this idea? Was it, did they sit down together and create the software? Did they invest six figures to build the software? Like, take us back to even before we put this thing up for yeah. sale and said, hey, you can push this button and now you can try it and, and use it too. Take us back to the origin stories of ClickFunnels that I don't think a lot of people know about. I appreciate the opportunity. So 
we actually had tried doing a ClickFunnels-esque type of platform three other times. And all of them, as you made mention, kind of fizzled out and failed. Didn't have the right programmers, didn't have the, uh, they just didn't understand the concepts. We weren't totally ready for it. Um, it was, again, by 2014, at that point, uh, Russell had bought a different piece of software that he basically had bought. It was on a platform called Ruby on Rails and it, he just didn't have a Ruby on Rails programmer. So he went out to his list and said, is there any of you, anyone out there who can help me with this? I spent $25,000 on the software and I'm literally just going to have to throw it away. And Todd said, you know what? I'm more than happy to do it. Hmm. And so he didn't really know Todd at the time. And that's really where the genesis of the two of them getting together came. And hmm. Todd literally over the weekend built it all, put it together and gave it back to him. And Russell like, oh my gosh, I've never had anyone do this. How? I've never worked with a programmer who understands marketing. And so Todd's mind is, uh, is just brilliant when it comes to being able to mix the two. And so they started a, a very solid foundation of uh, deep friendship. And Todd was flying out, helping, uh, doing a lot of the tech type of things on other projects, non-ClickFunnels related. And on one of the trips he was coming out, uh, it was the time that Lead Pages had just received five, their first round of $5 million. And Todd was reading it, I think it was on TechCrunch or something like that. And by the time he basically sent uh, Russell a box and I can't believe this company got this. I literally could build this overnight. This is ridiculous. There's no way in the world. So by the time Todd flew from Atlanta to Boise, Russell was thinking about it and they said, you know what? I, I think we can actually build something like this. And so that's where the whiteboards went crazy. And for days they kind of went through and said, well, if we're going to build it, what else would we really want? And that's really where the genesis of the idea behind ClickFunnels came. Prior to that, we had spent a ton of time. Uh, it's not uncommon for those people who don't know, it was like five years ago. Back then, you actually had to work with designers and, and graphic artists and copywriters and literally had to cut pages and, and websites weren't as easy to create as they are now. And so the idea was to really create something that was all in one that was very easy, just drag and drop. And so that's really kind of where it got started. And from that, uh, we we actually launched a couple of different times and nobody liked it, didn't work. Mm. Uh, we ended up, a lot of it was, uh, we didn't have the right UI. It just wasn't user-friendly. So we brought on Dylan Jones, who also was a, a co-founder at that time. And Dylan actually helped create the editor as, as we have it today. And it was because of that, uh, that and Todd and Russell, the three of them basically putting that together. That's when we launched September 3rd. And that's where it really began to take off. Mm -hmm. And so, so let's step through that. So now we have a viable product. People are going. Wow, this is this is great. This this can do what I need to do. And 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 just so that there's full transparency here, um, I have actually been a ClickFunnels user since well, 2015. I mean, you you see your database easier than I would, but yeah. I think I think I go back to 2015. Uh, and and at Internet Profits Live, I think we signed up. I don't know, maybe 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 people or whatever it was uh, at that point. So I'm also an affiliate. Uh, of ClickFunnels. And by the way, we highly recommend that you take a 14-day free trial of <laughs> ClickFunnels at beyond8figures.com slash ClickFunnels. So that's beyond with the number 8figures.com slash ClickFunnels, and you too can have a 14-day free trial. Okay, so uh, so that's it. Nice embed. Thank, thank you very much. Um, so, so that's it. I've been using ClickFunnels for a long time, I've, and I've been thrilled to watch the product uh, just evolve over time. And so a lot of enhancements have been made, a lot of features have been added and so on. So it's uh, awesome to see that you guys stick with it and continually improve the product. So you have a good product back in that iteration, whatever that version is, it doesn't matter, but you've got a good product. Take us through then the, the best strategies that you have found over the years for finding and signing up 
users. And if you could break it down in terms of, of a, as, as general of a percentage as you possibly could in terms of, you know, 10% or, or 30% or 40% of our users typically come from X and 20% typically come from Y and 20% typically come from Z, that would be really, really helpful. Uh, great question. So at the beginning, uh, we really had the somewhat of the mindset, if we built it, they will come as the best, greatest thing in the world. And that just didn't happen. And for us, the way we really got started was working with people like yourself, Steve, who were affiliates. And so the very first phase for us, as far as our growth, knowing we weren't going to be able to take on capital, knowing that that wasn't an option for us, we really went out to a lot of affiliates where we started doing webinars to, to people's lists. And we would do a, a joint venture split, JV split with them. And that was really what launched us. Russell was doing two to three webinars, sometimes two to three a day, but over the course of a week, we were always trying to get five to seven webinars every single weekend. And that was really how we launched things between September and December. Mm -hmm. After that, we did do a lot of things at live events like yours. Mm -hmm. uh, anytime we could get Russell on stage and Russell kind of became the road warrior going out. And that, so in the first year or so, I would say that 85 to 90% of our, of our buyers actually came through webinars from joint venture partners. Wow. So webinars that big with stages being a, a close second or a, or a much Absolutely. distant second. Uh, you know, and honestly, just depending on the size of the stage, sure. uh, some of the stages are, you know, are much larger and it's just, it's a numbers game. It's mm -hmm. how many people can I get on a webinar? How many people can I get up in front of a stage? And Russell typically was closing anywhere from 20 to 30% of the people yeah. on webinars and stages. And so it was just, it literally just became a numbers game. We knew if we wanted X number, we just need to be in front of this many people. And we looked at webinars and stages really as being the same thing. The only difference was Russell didn't have to travel if it was a webinar. So let's, so let's fast forward then today for you to get to your number of 100,000 in the next three months. What are going to be, in your mind, uh, like what are going to be the, the, the most effective, impactful initiatives that you're going to leverage between now and the end of the year to add 3,000 users? So for us, uh, it's now kind of started to switch where our affiliates aren't as large of a source of traffic. So right now we're probably about a, almost even thirds or trying to get to even thirds where a third of those will come in through affiliates. A third of them will come in from our own traffic efforts. Uh, John Parks, who runs all of our traffic team, we spend anywhere from 750 to about a million dollars a month on paid traffic. Oh, wow. Okay. And then in addition to that, uh, fortunately, over the course of the last year, we've had a uh, a lot of brand recognition, and there's a lot of organic growth. We're very big into producing a ton of content. There's a lot of content we put out there on a regular basis to use to, to bring traffic in. Yeah. I would imagine, too, the size you are, and then now, for those that don't know, you have the thing called the Two Comma Club, so your people who are making a million dollars or more. Um, I'd imagine you're at a place where acquiring other companies is probably a good way to grow your company too. Not only the IP, but users, because you have so many people that have been successful on your platform. It, I just, I'd, I'd just imagine that acquisition is going to, in the not too distant future, probably be a good way for you guys to acquire new customers. Yeah, I think you're totally right. Hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, is there something that we can <laughs> yeah. divulge here on the show? <laughs> Breaking news, so breaking we, news. Where's the ticker? We need, we need the ticker along the bottom of our Alert, yeah. alert, breaking news. Alert. Um, so when we had our birthday launch, uh, Russell did a podcast prior to the birthday launch and basically said there's three different dates of different announcements coming out. The first one was our birthday launch, September 23rd. The next one is at Funnel Hacking Live in Nashville. 
That's between basically January 29th and February 1st. And the last and big announcement will be on his on Russell's 40th birthday, which is March 8th. Mm. So uh, we are definitely, I would say, uh, we are looking at this point. Yeah. And um, just out of curiosity, uh, what exactly does a brother have to do get on that stage, man? I mean, like, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll be there again. I was at the, I was at the first phone hacking live. I, I, put, I put Russell on my stage. I mean, like, what, what, what does the brother have to do here, man? I guess I have to find a topic. Uh, I guess I got to, like, eh, never mind. I'm not going to go down that path. But anyway, uh, I'm throwing my hat in the ring there, man. I'm uh, interested. <laughs> Happy to help. So, so let's do this. And thanks for, and really thanks for being as transparent as you are. And, and that's one of the reasons why I think you and I have, have bonded over the years and we have the rapport that we do because we're, you know, we're both just straight shooters. We, you know, we just have a really, I appreciate our friendship and I appreciate what you guys have done from a business perspective. And I appreciate the fact that you're always willing just to answer questions when asked. You know, it's interesting. One one of the things that I think really does differentiate ClickFunnels and and Richie, you were alluding to this um, a little bit earlier. One of the things that really does uh, help to differentiate ClickFunnels from so many of the other SaaS type products and so on is is like if you look at like Microsoft Word as an example, I mean, you know, and then of course they've got their Microsoft Office suite and you pay a monthly fee now for it and that sort of thing. It's, it's software as a solution, the whole nine. But but there's not the the same sense of community built in with that. I mean, even if you look at Salesforce, I mean, say, you know, uh, what's his name? Mark, um, whatever the hell is Mark name Benioff. Is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's the guy. Um, you know, I mean, they do a, a decent job, but not a great job in terms of building community among users. What, what you guys have done in terms of building a, a loyal, what I would call borderline freaking fanatic base <laughs> of users is, is nothing short of, of not only one, uh, of course, amazing, uh, but in, in, in a lot of ways, just completely unusual and miraculous. Was that, was that a specific intention going in knowing that re- and, and intention equals retention, right? So from that standpoint, share with us, you talk about churn, share with us the, the rate of churn that you have versus industry standards and how you think that then ties back to the, the really tight knit, I don't ever want to leave this family type environment of ClickFunnels. It's interesting you mentioned that, uh, you know, Bill Gates, uh, we've looked at the so first of all, to answer your first question, was it intentional? Absolutely. Uh, it's been extremely intentional. Uh, everything down to, as a person goes through our free trial, one of the very first things we offer them is to send them out a free Funnel Hacker t-shirt. We want to get people involved. I remember running into a person who had on our Funnel Hacker t-shirt. He's like, man, I have, I have yet to use your software, but I feel part of the community. And this sheet, you know, I'm paying you at that time, you know, $97 a month, I think I probably paid a couple thousand dollars for this t-shirt. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's exactly what we want. We want people to feel that connected and that committed to it. Um, Apple and, and Steve Jobs is probably more of the, the CEO icon that we've tried to model ourselves after. I mean, there's same type of thing you mentioned. There's a million different phones out there, but there's only an Apple yeah. or everything else. And so for us, we wanted to make that sure we could have that same type of culture. And we've always joked around, it's, you know, it's culture like, and we yeah. really want to create as much of a cult following as we possibly can. While at the same time providing, obviously you have to have the software that works and it has to fit. But that culture for us has been probably the thing that's been most important. I remember back to, you know, Steve Jobs and his whole, the, the original 1984 commercial that they aired and this whole breakthrough about, you know, becoming a part of a community and, and really living in the future now. For us, it's that same thing that we've looked at where, 
we're extremely passionate about the small to middle-sized business owner, the true entrepreneur, the person who has a dream, who has a passion, who's got a message inside, something they're trying to get out to the world and they just don't know how. And so for us, we built our, our community and our culture around helping solve that problem for those people. For us, that culture, again, we, we people typically refer to themselves as funnel hackers. Uh, we've had no problem making fun of our competition or anything else, uh, being a little bit more on the edge, just because we are so passionate about our customer. Mm -hmm. And that passion is really what drives us uh, to make sure we're providing not only the best software, but more important than that, the best tools and the resources. So that's the answer to your first question. Yeah, the second question was around churn and then how that relates to the industry standards. So um, churn is really an interesting thing. Uh, the more I, churn is what I, I, I live and breathe churn on a daily basis. Uh, and it's, it's a fascinating thing. As you start uh, looking at industry standards, there really isn't any, if you look at a typical, a B2B type of software, uh, something like a Salesforce or something of that sort, you're going to find that they are looking Anytime you talk to a venture capitalist or growth equity person, they want to see churn less than 5% on an annual basis. That's, that's the ideal, I mean, that's the holy grail when you hit that number. Um, for us, we look at churn a little bit different because when you start off with ClickFunnels, um, a lot of other softwares will have a freemium model. And in a freemium model where you basically don't pay until you actually commit to saying, now I want the software and I'm going to pay for it, um, they don't take into all that freemium stuff as part of the churn. For us with ClickFunnels, where you put in, it's a 14 day free trial with a credit card. So just to throw some different numbers out there, it's not uncommon. We typically have about 1800 people a day who hit our free signup page. Jesus. And out of those 1800 people, it's a two-step payment or a two-step signup. So they have to enter in their email and their password and, and set up that part of the account. And the second step then is the credit card information. So we have out of those 17, 1800 that basically step one, only about 700 to 800 actually enter in their credit card. Mm. So we, we lose a lot of, of that. Fortunately for us, we're really big into follow-ups. So we're always, we now have their email. We can continue to follow up with them, continue to reach out to them. But our whole focus now is, okay, now we have those 700 to 800 a day that are hitting the site. How then do we, what can we do over the next 14 days to get them active? So we, we go through a lot of uh, onboarding types of things. We literally are just testing our new onboarding, which is converting about 50% higher than our last one uh, in about a week. So it's still a little embryonic right now, but it's looking really, really good. Uh, for us, then the next thing that we really pay attention to is uh, when we look at churn, that first month, as far as that payment, we typically will lose about 28% of people. We'll have about a 72% retention after that first month. And then, so that factors into churn. We will actually look at churn in, in, a couple of different cohorts. The first 90 days is really, that's the area where we look at it and say, these are the people who are just trying to figure out if they want this or not. This is where the freemium model would have applied. Mm -hmm. So during that 90 days or so, our churn's pretty high. After that 90 days, and now we have a customer, our churn then drops down less than four to 5% per month on an ongoing basis. So it's extremely lucrative and profitable for us. Our whole focus right now is how do we get people from entering that credit card in and starting off there to actually making the payment for the next 90 days. Mm -hmm. And with that, one of the main things we're looking at right now is our one funnel away challenge. Mm -hmm. So I had a couple quick comments on the last two. Uh, yep. No, I do, but it's so funny. You guys are like, 
well, then what about this? Oh, I could I have a comment I could talk about for that. three days. Seriously, right so I am here. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know. Well, go ahead. If you have a, No, go ahead. Okay. It's all right. So um, it kind of is on both those two comments. We, when we were talking earlier about why you didn't take in money, I think that's part of that cult fanatic and the keeping true to that story that you're saying and the narrative of the culture, like it's the us versus them. And I think since you're hitting the small to medium business, you know, size business there, it's, uh, they actually feel like your success is part of their success. So it probably gives them a little bit extra. And then two, the churn, it probably was one of your decisions to add that coaching in there early. And so I'm wondering if, if in that onboarding process, are you, are you quizzing them, finding out, oh, they're, maybe they're weak in the mindset, so let's give them the Tony Robbins stuff first. Is there like some sort of onboarding, how you have that set up? Not yet. That's the plan over the next few months. Uh, again, we just added this. So take, for example, if you're talking about churn, typical small to middle-sized business churn in a software like this when it's on a monthly basis. Because again, if you look at most B2B, it's an annual contracts, we're month to month. So typical on that is going to be 25 to 35%. That's typically where you find small to middle-sized businesses. They, they give up on it. They change their mind. So for us, Richie, the main thing is that onboarding sequence is extremely critical. And we're, we are split testing like crazy for the next two to three months, do everything we possibly can to get those. I would love to get our churn down to B2B type of churn. Probably never going to get there just due to the fact it's with a 14-day free trial with a credit card. Um, I think, though, we we realistically could get down from the very beginning at less than 6 or 7% overall on a monthly basis. Is there a length of time or an amount of money that they're making where you see it drop off? Like when they get to the two-comma club, like they stay forever? Oh, interesting. Kind of uh, so there's three different metrics that we pay attention to when we're looking at, at churn. Um, we find if a person, when they first get signed up, if within the first month, if they can get their SMTP signed set up, which is their email responder, if they can get that piece set up, if they can get their domain set up, and if they can get their payment gateway, which most people use Stripe. If we can get those three things set up for them in the first month, they pay. And then the next thing is, uh, during that second month, the real thing is we need to make sure that they start getting at least 100 contacts. If they can get 100 contacts within by the time they're in two months, they're golden. The biggest thing that we found that has probably been the holy grail for us, uh, one of the things that ClickFunnels provides is free membership sites. And if a person gets set up and starts providing, a, creates a membership site and has at least three people paying, they feel so obligated to that their customer to continue to make sure that that is delivered on an ongoing basis, that for us, one of the big things we're starting to look at is how can we create membership sites for every single person to deliver the content which they want? Yes, please. And that's one of the things we're looking at. Yeah, <laughs> I, we're working. We're working on that one, Steve. It's a. It's again from a retention standpoint, but more importantly for providing the best service to the customer. That's one of the main things we're really looking at. It's, it's brilliant. I mean, really, when you come right down to it, because if you've got, I mean, let's just say on average you've got you know, 10 people paying $47 a month and you're providing this free platform and, and on the upgraded level, they're paying $297 a month. So now I'm not paying for my membership platform anywhere else. It's within ClickFunnels, which is the funnel that I'm using anyway to get people into the membership program. 10 people paying four, well, $47 a month is a low end. Let's just use that number, $470. 
297 versus 470. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the black. And you're getting Every, coaching. And I'm getting coaching. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's scalable. And, and reality is, and that's a beautiful thing about a membership program is, well, from a scalability standpoint, you create that one piece of content. And then, um, you know, you can put a million people in there and they still have access to the same information just one quick question then mary i know you have a question as well i'm sorry but are you guys really running everything through through stripe like every credit card every process every every transaction you as click funnels the company does you guys are using stripe we are really yeah we are for every and credit again, card transaction and see that's probably a conversation you need to have offline all right a couple fine. other opportunities that uh, we're, we are looking at uh, actually um there's about three other ones that we actually are paying attention to uh, I, I can tell you right now, my biggest concern in business, the, the worst number in business to me is one. I hate having one major client. I hate mm -hmm. having one major anything and having Stripe as a, a major default payment gateway for us. Yes, we do have others, but 90%. Yeah, I, the bell just ding, ding, ding on that one. So yeah. we'll take that one offline. But I, hear, I think I hear you loud and clear. Hi, Mary. Yeah. How are you? Well, hello. I just arrived. Good. Welcome to welcome to Beyond Eight <laughs> Figures. So nice to have you here. Okay. So one, I have a comment about what may have built the culture. I remember seeing Russell everywhere. Anytime I turned on Facebook or somewhere, and it seemed like he was talking directly to me. So that is really important. As a podcaster, you're talking to one listener. A TV, you're talking to one viewer. A webinar, you're talking to that one person. And I think he became big, but still you felt connected to him. So I think that might have built the community or people feel like they're part of it. Number two, I've bought stuff over the years and I have the recurring payment every month. And I might not be utilizing it fully or at all. But I go to when I see it, I want to click cancel but the reason they're not canceling at 297 with all that coaching is they're like, but I'm going to start taking advantage of more of the coaching. I'm going to start doing it more. And so they just are working kind of for and against themselves at the same time. And you're winning. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's, it is human nature. There is an element of that for sure. Uh, I think the, the most important thing for us is we want to make sure that these customers actually do have success. But I think to, to your credit, Mary, one of the big problems a lot of people have is I've got another job and I'm still doing these other things, but I have a hope and I have a dream and I, someday I'm going to do it. And so for us, as long as they're progressing along that journey, I had this conversation with my son today, Chandler, who's 23 years old. He's going down this whole entrepreneurial thing and he's got this opportunity to go take a job someplace. It's like, dad, I don't want to give up on my, on being an entrepreneur. I'm like, Chandler, it's not giving up. I'm you're going to go learn sales skills. Go, you're going to go learn at the expense of someone else. Don't ever see that you're giving up on your dream. You're actually going, you're building your dream and you're actually learning additional skills during that process. So I think the main thing for a lot of uh, small to middle-sized business owners is that dream is there and they, they want it more than anything else. And our job is to do everything we can to make sure they get that. So one last question. Mm -hmm. In your marketing efforts or whatnot, so if people are signing up on any given day, doing their 14-day trial, then they sign up, you don't have it like once a month payment across the board. It's always, it's like every single day you're getting payments on a That's month. That's correct. Okay, because that makes it a little more difficult to sneak in on them at the first of the month, like maybe the couple days at toward the end of the month ago. Hey, we've got this awesome thing coming and stay with us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you have to do it a lot. You have to do it like every five days 
to re-inspire them with maybe sure. just something positive from Russell or on your side or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's one of the things we do look at, uh, fortunately, just due to the fact of how robust ClickFunnels is due to the marketing automation, we literally can have a lot of those emails and things sent out prior to their billing. Yeah, that's awesome. We do, we do, we do quite a bit of that. Um, but our whole focus really is on a much, on a much grander scale, more long-term where our, it's not, we really want them to ascend and to continue to ascend. That means their business are growing. That's what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. let, let me ask you a fundamental question as it relates to online marketing, email marketing, et cetera. Uh, and, and actually I just, I know we're well, pretty much at the tail end here of the interview, but I also want to talk about, you know, whether or not you need a website versus the funnel and just that whole conversation as well. But I find it interesting that ClickFunnels, what they do really, really well is, well, amongst other things, is they give you the opportunity to create that indoctrination sequence, to create that, uh, you know, that, that campaign, if you will, where somebody comes in, and, and as a matter of fact, as you were talking, I'm thinking 1,800 people a day, they get one specific campaign, they then enter their credit card, they get a different campaign, they come in in those first 30 days, they get it. So you guys probably spend so much time creating these campaigns and these triggers based on the actions, and people go... It's overwhelming. I can't do all of these things. Obviously, you start with one thing, but one of the things that you do, and I'm and I'm and I'm I'm legitimately curious about your answer to this, is you also do send out broadcast emails. So those aren't you know those aren't in campaigns, so to speak. So how do you, as a company, actually then communicate with your own audience? Because I know that broadcast emails are not a component of the of, of the core click funnels product, right? So how do you guys do it when you want to send an email to the hundred thousand users and to the million odd people or probably a lot more at this point who you have on your database? So it actually is a part of the, the core component of click funnels. Uh, those broadcasts are uh, the deliverability. So we've used SendGrid quite a bit in the past uh, to deliver those. So we, there's two parts to ClickFunnels. One is the actual building of the funnel itself. And anyone can get that for the $97. What they really get at $297 is what we refer to as follow-up funnels. And the follow-up funnels are, exist in two different ways. We look at them, one being the indoctrination, which we refer to as the soap opera sequence, where it literally gets a person in and it keeps them hooked. And you're indoctrinating them typically over the course of anywhere from three to seven days. And that's the soap opera sequence. And you're trying to either get them to... to to upgrade or to buy a different product or whatever else that might be. Mm -hmm. From there, they then fall down into what we refer to as the Seinfeld sequence. Our Seinfeld sequences are more of our broadcasts. These are the things that, again, if you take a look at the whole Seinfeld episode, it's a whole bunch of people talking about nothing, mm -hmm. <laughs> just is. Mm -hmm. But the idea behind it is it's so captivating. People continue to go back to it. It's still, I mean, as far as outpaced friends or any of these other shows, because it's evergreen. Mm -hmm. And we really look at a lot of these broadcasts as what is the message that they need to hear today? How can we get out there? And for us, we found that for every dollar that comes in the front end from ClickFunnels, the follow-up funnels, what we've seen is we typically get $16 for every dollar that comes in the front. Once you, and once you use both the Seinfeld sequences and the soap opera, mm. so you indoctrinate them. And what will typically happen is as they're going through this, the soap opera sequence, eventually that ends and then they fall into a broadcast. Well, that broadcast in almost all of our broadcasts will have some offer at which point they then will get into another soap opera sequence for a different product line. It might mm -hmm. be to buy Russell's book, dot com secrets or expert secrets yeah. or 
join the One Funnel Away Challenge. But if I'm going to be and featured so, on today, like the Today Show tomorrow, like let's just yeah. say I'm going to be on the Today Show, that sounds funny, but yeah, you know, the Today Show tomorrow, <laughs> then can I just hit send to all of my contacts and say, hey, absolutely, you know, news alert, news alert, like I'm going to be on the yep. Today Show tomorrow. You can. Yes, you can. In fact, the fun part, the way we've actually created it is we refer to it as follow-up funnels because it's not just email. It's you can send out through email, but you also can do a messenger blast. So you can send out to all your Facebook people. You can also send it out through text, through uh, basically through an integration we have set up there. You can also do a desktop push notification. Mm -hmm. So for us, the follow-up funnel is, and the broadcasts are either through messenger, through text, or through email. And can you can you tie all those together like a CRM? Yeah. So do you, you know like this email just got that message on Messenger? I know that was a strange sentence, but would you know? <laughs> so, not the actual email got it, but the the messenger that's associated with this email just yes. got this. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's because that's been one of the things that's been challenging for people. They're sending they're great these two different platforms, but they don't necessarily know they're not communicating with each other. Right, and that's one of the things. So when we we used to have a product called Actionetics MD. And we sun, we're sunsetting that basically after our birthday launch. But the follow-up funnels, which ActionX MD was all built on, the functionality is still there. And now it's just a matter of how do you want to deliver that? Do you want to deliver it through, through Twilio? Do you want to deliver it through? Uh, one of the things we are looking at is deepening our integration with ManyChat. We were out at uh, conversations there at their event. And Mikhail Yang is a dear friend, person I would love. He and Andrew Warren and I have talked about how do we deepen that integration. They don't have an open API, neither do we. So we're trying to find a way of doing that to answer your question, Richie. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, because I know we're running out, I want to pass it back. But um, on the dollar in 16 out, how long until the, you get the 16 back? We uh, over The case study we were looking at, that was typically over about 90 days, 90 to 120 days. Wow. It's a three to four month sequence. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the key, right? Because, I mean, you, lifetime value of a customer is kind of relative if it takes 16 years to get that 16 bucks back. Right. right. You're getting, that's awesome. And again, each funnel is different, but just on an average, that's kind of what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so just let me just see if we can get this clear for folks then. I have a feeling I know what your answer is, but for those who are is caught up still in this whole mindset of I need a website. Do people still need websites in addition to then what they can build on ClickFunnels? Does 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 ClickFunnels ostensibly make websites obsolete? Like what what's your current take on or do you need both? Where where do you guys land on that in, the, in this moment? Man, it's a great question. So, uh we actually did a a video with the Harmon brothers, you know, squatty potty fame, all about the depth of the website. And the the biggest problem, so to answer your question is, I think there definitely is some, some purpose for some of the websites. The problem is if you're trying to sell, that's the wrong place to sell. And what we find for most people is whenever they hit a website, it's like hitting a brick wall. It's this big old billboard and you'll see people just bounce off it because they don't know where to go. They most people, when they're online, they're searching or they're scrolling because they're trying to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. And that problem, it's either for pleasure or for pain, one of the things they're looking at. And in doing that, the main thing is you've got to find a way, just due to the attention deficit that most people have, you have to solve that problem as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And there's no better way to solve that problem than through a funnel. 
Uh, and we find the same thing happens with the product, that a lot of people who use ClickFunnels as a front end to their huge Shopify store, where they've got a skew of a hundred different SKUs, they pick out one of the main ones and that's the front end, they get them into their funnel and then they can follow up and send them back to their store for other products. Mm -hmm. But the whole idea to answer your question is that we really do see websites dying as a whole, if you're trying to sell. And and is that because in your, and, and, and how many, of the, let's just call it 100,000 because we're putting it out there and it's going to happen. So of, <laughs> of the 100,000 100, users, and you have access to all the stats here, how many of the 100,000 users right now are doing more than $100,000 a year in revenue through ClickFunnels or a million dollars a year? Do you know generally what those numbers are? I don't, uh, the hard part for us is a lot of people will use ClickFunnels as the lead gen and they'll go sell offline or they'll sell on the phone. So I, I don't know those numbers. I yeah. can tell you we have, Richie made mention our two comma club. So those people have made over a million dollars through a sales funnel and that we've tracked. So we just uh, literally sent our, our 619th wow. person. So 619 people have done over a million dollars that we can track through a sales funnel. Mm -hmm. We have our eight figure award for those people who made over 10 million. We've got 43 people there. 43 people. And, and so again, the website versus the funnel conversation, then it really just boils down to part of what needs to happen. They're in pain or they're looking for pleasure on a website, there are just too many options versus a funnel. It's one call to action. It's one specific do this. And that's why you see the future of and the, and the present of what's going on online shifting more towards um, uh, funnels versus websites. Is that a, a, that's a correct. fair summation? Yeah. All right. So uh, I know you got to jump here, man, and, and really appreciate you being on with us today. Uh, and, and again, you can do well, have a free 14 day trial uh, of ClickFunnels. Again, it's the platform that we use for our online marketing. Matter of fact, we're shifting everything over to ClickFunnels. We had other pieces, and everything is going over to ClickFunnels as well. Uh, long overdue, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but you can start a 14-day free trial of ClickFunnels at beyond8figures.com. So again, beyond the number 8figures.com forward slash ClickFunnels, C-L-I-C-K-F-U-N-N-E-L-S. So beyond8figures.com slash ClickFunnels. Uh, and yes, that is an affiliate link. And yes, we will get paid if you sign up. So please sign up because we like money. Um, and that's what funds this show. So thank you for that. Uh, but in, in closing here, let's just talk about Mm, you talked about you know what's going on. You're kind of sunsetting Actionetics and this sort of thing. What, what does the sunset look like for ClickFunnels? Or are we still at the sunrise? What's next? Oh, that's a great question. We are, Russ and I were literally just talking about this literally last night, and we you know we just kind of celebrated this five year birthday, and we feel like we're just barely getting started, mm. and we're just scratching the surface. There's so much opportunity, mm -hmm. and again, whether it has to do with acquisitions, whether it has to do with uh, changing the SaaS play, whether it has to do with uh, going out and developing super deep partnerships uh, with other large players. For us, we're just barely scratching the surface and we are so excited about the future. I, again, I'm, we'll end this year at over 100,000 and I'm, I'm, my personal goal is I'd love to add another 50,000 next year. So yeah. we're trying to get 100 people. It certainly seems doable if you've got 1,800 people a day coming in and you've got them all rolling through this process. It seems actually fairly easy to do. Uh, IPO? Great question. That'd probably be a question for another interview on a different day. I gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems to me like you've got rabid, again, loyal, borderline, fanatic users and an incredible community 
that would scoop that thing up in a heartbeat. I mean, you could do a direct listing on that thing. And, and, and <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, it would. No, we've had, we've had a lot of people ask for the opportunity to buy into ClickFunnels. So. Yeah, I am sure. And then again, it begs the question of if we're kicking off 40 this year, if we're kicking off 50 million next year, free cash flow and so on, divided among six partners at that point, it's like, yeah, how much more do you need? So last question for you, man, is, you seem to have all this stuff together. I mean, you seem to be in a really great place. You're as happy as I've seen you. You look a lot less stressed than when I saw you even just a year ago. So you seem That's to very be very true. So you, so you seem to be in a really great place. Well, let's let's ask this last question here, man. What 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 do you still struggle with? What still keeps you up at night? The main thing that keeps me up at night is churn. Mm. That's the one thing. I I just feel like I'm not serving enough people. If they're leaving, I, we did something wrong, and it's like, what? How, how can I fix the problem? Why would they leave? Because I feel like there's not a better platform out there. There's no better way to solve the problems that you have in your business than on ClickFunnels. And so if they're leaving, we did something wrong. It's either I either have to work more with customer service or more with onboarding or more with retention. There's There has to be a way where we can keep more people. So that's the main thing that keeps me up at night. Gotcha. Dave Woodward, really appreciate you hanging out with us here my on pleasure. Beyond Eight Figures. And uh, I just checked my email in the, in the invitation to speak at Funnel Hacking Live. Did not come yet. But I'm, oh, I'm, sure I'm surprised. That, yeah, I thought it was on its way. <laughs> he's still busy it, in the interview. You still well, <laughs> you know, Dave's a magical guy. He just points fingers and things happen. So, all right, my friend. Really, again, really appreciate you spending so much time with us here and being so candid. Uh, any any last uh, words for the for the lovely audience here before we let you jump? Well, for you personally, I can tell you all of our speakers are picked for this year. But I would love to have you as a roundtable host if you're up for it. Sounds like a plan. I'll be there anyway. Ticket already bought. Okay, then uh, you will have your own roundtable where people can ask you whatever questions they want on the second night of the show. Sounds like a plan. Looking forward to seeing you. That's in Nashville again, yeah? It is, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, we'll have a good time there. All right, Dave, we will let you jump, and we'll wrap up here and uh, talk really soon, my friend. Well, Thanks so much. Yeah, my friend. All right. So, so what have you done lately? Yeah, well, exactly, right? <laughs> and it's so cool because we watch them. I mean, literally, this has been like a five-year thing. Like, it seems longer, but... Wow, what a trajectory. Incredible, you know? Yeah. And again, he just spoke on Internet Profits Live on that stage in 2015. We're not talking about 20 years ago, you know? It's just mm-hmm. uh, just a handful of years ago. So, all right, check out, again, ClickFunnels. And didn't mean for this to be an hour-long uh, pitch for them, but I love what they're doing there. Great community. Definitely a platform you guys need to check out for sure. Again, beyond8figures.com forward slash ClickFunnels. For Mary Goulet and Richie Ote, I am Steve Olsher. We'll talk to you guys next time here on Beyond 8 Figures. Take care, everybody.